Welcome to Gerard and Christine Live Life, a podcast dedicated to help motivate, inspire and encourage individuals from all walks of life to become a better version of themselves than what they were yesterday and to ultimately live a happy life. You can find us on all major social media networks like Facebook, Instagram and Strava. You can also search for Gerard and Christine Live Life on iTunes and Spotify. I hope you guys enjoy the next episode and always remember to live life. Welcome to the 40th episode of the Gerard and Christine Live Life podcast. We are super excited to celebrate this milestone with you and we wish you an amazing weekend filled with rugby, beer, braai and all the good stuff that goes with it. Enjoy and be safe on the roads. Also a big good luck to everyone taking part in the Soweto Marathon as well as the Hoop Marathon and the South Africans and other Africans taking part in the New York Marathon this weekend. We're thinking of you and behind you all the way. This week on our episode, we will be chatting with Fiona Burdett from the Eastern Cape. For 30 years, Fiona waged a war against herself and her body, fluctuating weight from a destructive cycle of overeating to starvation diets, over-exercising. Fiona believed that successful weight loss and health had become impossible. Finally, though, she began a journey of personal development that changed her life completely. And she's done such amazing work on herself. And she has now taken this opportunity to share her story um, with other women and other men, possibly, that are struggling as well to transform your bodies long term by first changing your mindset. And I'm sure we can all agree that it is mind over matter in most of the obstacles we face in life. Once you can get your your mind ready and your mind mind wrapped around a challenge that you face, the rest is history and you can kind of take it from there and win that war, whatever that is for you. Before we get started and welcome Fiona to our studio, I would like to thank our podcast sponsors and partners, Truly Good Food, Body Evolution, Fit Patches, Irene's Gourmet, Shea Gourmet, Mayo 2 Gel, Bexter's, Asajiki, Brad Williams, Silly Fit Rings, Vacqua and Organic Karoo. Over to you, Fiona. Welcome, Fiona, um, to our studio, the Gerard and Christine Live Life studio in Cape Town. Um, you are in the Eastern Cape, and um, we're very excited to chat to you today. Um, you have a very incredible story of transformation that I've um, read quite briefly about, but I'm also quite interested to, to hear more. So, welcome. Thank you. Thanks very much, Christine. It's really great to be here. Really great. Very exciting. And I love the stuff you're putting online. Well done. Thank you so much. So, Fiona, for our listeners and for myself as well, tell us a bit about Fiona. Who is Fiona? Where did you grow up? Um, What do you do? Tell us a bit about yourself. Okay. Well, my name is Fiona. Fiona Burdett. My nickname, my friends and my family call me FIFO. Uh, spelt the same as the FIFO in accounting, but I'm useless with accounts, so we prefer FIFO. I'm 47 years old. I am a life coach and an NLP practitioner, but first and foremost, like so many people out there, like so many women out there, I'm a mum, I'm a wife, I'm a daughter, a sister, and a friend, first and foremost. We've, I've just gone through a, a very interesting journey, but I'm very much a normal person like anyone else. 
And where in the Eastern Cape exactly are you based? In a beautiful part, I recall you telling me about. Oh, in what I believe is the best part, St. Francis Bay. I love it. I've never Uh, been. Tell us a bit about the town. It's incredibly beautiful. It is um, a small village that over the Christmas season becomes a very highly populated (laughs) big village because it's so gorgeous. There's a beautiful network of canals. It's not far from Jeffreys Bay, which I think everybody's heard of. Mm. Um, it's just a little bit further south of Jeffreys Bay and a really, really special place. It's a holiday town. Very privileged to be here. I haven't been here all my life. I grew up in Zimbabwe. Mm. Um, I'm a South African citizen who has come to live in, in South Africa for the first time in my life, uh, only this year. So I grew up in Zimbabwe and I've lived in Mozambique, Malawi and Zambia. Oh, wow. And now, yeah, so now here I am in South Africa, and while I have the opportunity, I'd just like to say, hashtag, I am staying. <laughs> That's so, awesome. So, while everyone else is leaving, us <laughs> crazy people have arrived, and we are so happy to be here. That's incredible. Whereabouts in Malawi did you live? Okay, so we lived in Lilongwe when we were there. We were there for five years. Oh, wow. I, w- I, went to, I was in Blantyre twice recently. Um, okay, and, but my friend took me all over to all the the game reserves and everything within about two or three yeah. hours of, of Blanta. It was absolutely amazing. Oh, lovely. It's a lovely. My hubby and I got married on the lake at Malawi. Oh, um, stunning. Yeah, beautiful. It is lovely, <laughs> but we're very glad you're here, that you're staying and that you hashtag not going as well. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, so Fiona, your journey of transformation, as much as it was a physical one, it was also um, a very uh, mental and emotional journey as well. So how did how did you get started on that? And what triggered triggered a, a transformation journey? And maybe before you get into the meat of it or your journey, you can tell our, our listeners a bit more about what the actual transformation was. Okay, so before I get into the meat of it, the transformation was that by the final turning point, the real catalyst that made me create the change, I weighed something over 100 kilograms. Um, I say something over 100 kilograms because the last time I weighed myself at that point in my life, the numbers on the scale were still climbing when I hit 100 kilograms, and I jumped off because I really couldn't bear to know. And I also was in constant agony from old back injuries that just couldn't cope with the weight I was carrying. My asthma was at its worst. My hormones were a mess. Uh, I'd go to the doctor and get told, oh, we think you've got hypothyroidism. And then I'd go back for another test and they'd say, no, your hormones are fine. Stop being a drama queen. And so I was just in a mess all around. And that was the turning point. Now I weigh, I'm not really sure because I avoid scales because I just don't think they matter. What matters is your health. Um, I weigh approximately 65 kilograms and actually couldn't care less unless, uh, as long as I know I'm healthy and and doing the right things. So that was the the sort of beginning and the end of the journey. How long Um, ago was that, Fiona? Okay, so when I was weighing in at over 100 kilograms was on the 31st of December 2016. Okay, so it was actually pretty recent. Yes, but yeah, but now the I had fought a thirty-year-long battle with myself prior to that. I'd gone through a short phase of being borderline anorexic as a teenager, 
Um, and I say borderline, it was borderline in weight anorexia, but fully anorexic in behavior. Mm. Um, it was borderline because it's really hard for FIFA to get too thin. <laughs> um, but um, I, I then spent the next 30 years on this terrible yo-yo cycle from being really fit and trim. I'm not a natural runner, but I could run 15 kilometers, which for me which was a heck of an achievement, being fit and trim, to then bouncing back to up to nearly 100 kgs and then back down again and, and up and down. And it's so destructive. It's destructive physically, emotionally, and mentally. It, it, it really isn't any good for you to do that. And over that journey, I learned so much about all the different diets. I learned so much about fitness. I, I really, honestly, I could have been an unofficial nutritionist or fitness trainer. I had tried so many things and learned and read, and yet I kept doing this to myself. And that's when I realized that there was some other problem that I had to really dig into and find out what I was doing wrong. How did you, so, how did you do that? Because I'm sure a lot of people... Um, are thinking, but what did you actually do to make the changes? So how did you do that? How did you get out of that rut and that struggle and that dark place that you were in? What did you practically do? Or, or did it just happen because you changed your mindset? Uh, largely because of my mindset. In the beginning, I, um, I, I started just reading. I went on this long journey of personal development. Okay, well, I say long journey. It was an intensive journey. I devoured information about mindset and personal development and changing your internal dialogues. And I realized through all this research and reading and listening and watching that I did that lasting, meaningful, lasting change absolutely must start from within. Until I changed my own beliefs about myself and my weight loss, I was going to keep sabotaging myself. I would probably go through more successful diets and then I would just sabotage myself and go back into what becomes the, the comfort zone of your subconscious mind. Yes. So, yeah, so I, I stopped trying to lose weight for a while and I just learned. And that offset what became the most successful weight loss journey I've ever been on because once I got to a stage of understanding, I thought, okay, let's implement these changes. And um, like I said, I already knew the kind of diets and things that suited my body and that didn't. But this time I changed the internal dialogue. So I, I love low carb. I, I can't eat gluten, so mm -hmm. that, that was a given. But I love low carb and I, I like keeping fit and, all of, and I like natural, healthy, whole food. But I was... I thought I was already doing those things, but the weight wouldn't shift. And I included positive affirmations that trained me to change my own internal dialogue. So instead of telling myself all the time that weight loss was hard and it was a battle I couldn't win, I started literally bulldusting myself every day because in the beginning you don't believe it and saying, the weight is already falling off me. I can feel it. My health is transforming. I feel amazing. I can do this. And then it, it gradually starts changing your whole life. So if you can imagine that so many of the functions, our internal bodily functions, happen every day because our brain instructs them to happen, okay, 
but we're not telling our brains to tell it that. We simply believe we're going to wake up every day and we're going to live and our, our bodily functions are going to happen. So perhaps then, you know, if people can really think about it, you've got to ask yourself, is it in the realm of possibility that if I just believed, okay, that my healthy actions that I'm taking are changing my body, would my brain be able to align every cell in accordance with that? Mm. Okay, and it sounds insane, but mm. it worked. And this weight loss journey that I went on was so much fun because every morning I woke up and I'd go, yay, I'm losing more weight and I'm gaining health and I'm getting stronger and my pain is going. And when you change those internal dialogues, you literally, you, I believe you change your brain chemistry. It's actually mm. practical neuroscience in, in practice. Does that make sense? Is that answering your question? It, it does make sense. <clears throat> it makes completely logical sense. Um, and you're so right. It really is. It is. It's changing the dialogue. Um, when you yes. start loving yourself back, when you start treating yourself with respect, and sometimes, yeah, you, you need to kind of, I mean, I talk to myself sometimes and tell myself certain things to talk myself out of a, a negative situation. And it is that. And in your situation like that, and it's not, like I agree with you completely, it's not about losing the weight. It's about being a better version of yourself and a healthier version of yourself, regardless of what that weight is. But being the weight you were and probably having a lot of the habits you were was not healthy. So by changing your dialogue, your life automatically became healthier just emotionally and that transferred into your physical journey yes and we've, we've got to be so careful of the use, words we use to ourselves whether they're internal or external and you've got to start getting into the habit of asking yourself the right questions so instead of going oh how can I manage and fit this in you know this is so difficult um, how am I supposed to find time mm. to cook a healthy meal or to go on a walk if you, if you can't run even just go on a walk how am I supposed to find time You've got to rephrase that and you've got to represent it to yourself differently. You've said, I am healthy, I am gaining in health, so how can I, in a positive way, how can I incorporate that that healthy abundance, that you know, that abundance of health that my body wants, how can I incorporate it into my life? What tools can I do? And you'll find that you start thinking positively about incorporating healthy habits instead of saying, oh, I'm busy and I can't manage. Mm -hmm. You've got to ask yourself in a positive way how you can incorporate these new healthy habits into your life. And then you've got to believe that they're working. And in, I'm sure a lot of people are wondering now as they're listening, so how long was this taking and what, did you do any exercise and how did your eating habits or your eating behavior habits change during this process that actually led to the physical weight loss as well and yeah sort of how long that journey was and was it did you have bad days and how did you overcome those bad days in the middle of that because that's always going to happen regardless of how amazing and how positive we do talk to ourselves there are going to be tough days in the middle yes well Okay, so as far as what exercise I did, is I gradually started running again, okay, um, and that really that really made a difference, but I've run often over the years, like I said, not a natural runner, but I do enjoy it, and then I got a partial tear in my Achilles tendon, and 
couldn't run. In fact, for a long stage, I had to even stop going on walks because it just wasn't healing. Now, previously, with my old mindset, that would have got me into a negative spiral, and I would have said, that's it, I'm going to put on weight again, and it's, it's all a disaster. And I just thought, no, I'm not going there. And I just maintained the, the healthy habits, um, which for me, I love the combination of your low-carb and intermittent fasting. I really love that. Um, but again, I think each person has to find what suits them. Exactly. Okay. Um, but so for me, those were the physical strategies. But the mental thing was, don't let myself panic that I can't. I can't even walk at this stage. Mm. You know, I, I could walk around the house, and the dog said, "You've just got arrested," and the weight kept coming off me. Mm. You know, so and I didn't then starve myself because I wasn't exercising. I just kept eating the same thing, and yet the weight kept coming off me. And I do believe it's so much to do with what you believe is happening to your body. And you've got to be positive about it. Um, bad days, definitely. Okay, when you've been criticizing yourself and having doubt about yourself and what you can achieve, be it weight loss or anything else in life, for as many years as I had, or even if it's been a few years, it's a really hard habit to break. But you've got to understand it is a choice and a habit. We need to understand that we create our own thoughts. Mm. And we create our own beliefs. You know, there's that wonderful saying, first we create our thoughts and beliefs, and then our thoughts and beliefs create us. Yes, that's so true. Yeah, and, and you know, we've just got to realize, well, the, the beauty of that is, well, change what you think and change what you believe. And once you understand that you create your own thoughts, then let them wash across in front of you, okay, and say, no, 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 I'm replacing you guys. So if you were to imagine, okay, yourself, you, you, you're planning a day of, of health and vitality and you're going to keep losing weight and then those little voices come across those little negative thoughts you know but this is so hard you can't manage it you didn't lose weight yesterday it's not worth it you've got to see those thoughts imagine them in front of you acknowledge them and say okay but guess what guys i've replaced you with other thoughts now you negative guys i'm climbing the mountain you can go behind me but my new thoughts my new beliefs they're going to be my gps and we are, we're going to get up that mountain. We're going to summit using the positive conversation in my head instead of the negative one. Yes. So, yeah. So and, that's how you handle And in what other areas did your life change because of this physical and emotional transformation? Oh, my living in, in every area. Okay, because I believe that until you truly love yourself you actually cannot truly give your own love to anyone else so no matter who they are now as a very adoring mum and wife and daughter that was a hard one for me to acknowledge to myself that perhaps in my years of self-loathing I actually had not given of myself as much as I could have yeah. if I had become my own best friend um, so on every level my relationships have changed my health is absolutely transformed the best part um, is that even at the age of 47 years old my libido is back on form <laughs> <laughs> that's, good. that's good to hear and it's a very common um common consequence of a healthy lifestyle absolutely 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 so um and and just my availability as a person to my kids 
Mm. I'm so much more available to them because I'm not fighting a war with myself while trying to 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 be a mum. You know, so so that's a really great. I would say my life has changed on every level. I've now also written a book, which is about to be launched, called okay. Change Your Mind, Change Your Size. It will be available online for free in the beginning as an ebook. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm so excited to get it out there. Um, on a business level, my business is really taking off. My coaching is taking off. Well, it's taken off. And so once I learn to change my mindset and become my own best friend, uh, my life just changed on every level uh, so when I take on coaching clients we don't talk about physical strategies first those being what you eat and the exercise you do first and foremost we go into how do you make friends with yourself how do you forgive yourself yes. now seeing yourself when you see yourself in a new light of empathy it, it really changes your life I mean a few years ago if I looked at photographs of myself when I was overweight that, I mean, they're, they're hard to find because I took so I, I hid away from cameras. But if friends and family had taken picture pictures at a social gathering and seen them online, I would cringe. I'd look at that picture on Facebook and think, oh, I hate it, hate it. I'm ugly. I'm revolting. I'm hideous. And now I can go back. Um, you know when those memories pop up on Facebook, and I look and I remember how I reacted. And yes, I'm overweight. I'm two or three times the size, you know, but I look and I don't even see myself like I used to, even overweight. I look and I go, yeah, I was overweight, but you know, I've got a sweet face. I, I'm friendly and I look happy and, and things like that. So it changes everything in your life. It changes your perception of yourself when you learn to become your own best friend. And it seems, the answer to this question seems very obvious, but how important was the support of your family and your friends and people that you loved in this journey? <laughs> okay, so I had always had the support of my family. My husband is an incredible guy and he, he really understood my journey, but he, his understanding wasn't what changed it. Yes. What changed it was myself. At the end of the day, it was up to me and me alone to learn to become my own best friend. Uh, I, I saw myself as such a supporter only that I was really good at trying to be the best wife I could be and trying to be the best mum I could be. That's why when I realized waging war with myself, I wasn't even giving that right. It hurt a lot. Mm. Okay. Um, it, this was up to me. And first and foremost, I had to accept and love myself even as I was then at over 100 kgs. I don't say to people lose the weight so that you can love and accept yourself mm-hmm. i say learn to love accept and forgive yourself now yes. understand why you have done this to yourself and then forgive yourself and then everything becomes so much easier the weight loss everything in life becomes easier because you're not hating yourself anymore exactly and <clears throat> you mentioned um a low carb intermittent fasting diet so what on a daily basis it's always interesting to me to hear what people's favorite foods are and what things they enjoy because everyone's different and like you mentioned um, people have different preferences but I truly believe that what you can sustain as a lifestyle is what you should choose 
to live by in terms of nutrition and exercise. I mean, a lot of my running coaching clients, they love running, but a lot of my fitness clients, they really don't enjoy running. So I'm not going to force them to run just because I love running. It's like to sustain anything in life, you need to enjoy it and embrace it and love doing it. Um, So what is your... What does your nutrition look like now? And how flexible are you um, socially? If you travel, if you go on holiday, like how do you practically make sure that you remain healthy? Okay, so the, the intermittent fasting, um, I, I love it, but I, I prefer to skip supper. Okay, yes. I like to skip the evening meal because I just sleep well when I haven't eaten. You know, so I tend to have breakfast and lunch. Mm-hmm. I, I eat. I, I love the fact that I can have eggs and bacon every <laughs> day. <laughs> so that makes me really happy. Um, and uh, I love strawberries and cream, so that's quite a regular one for me. And I eat a lot of fresh food. I just don't feel nice if I don't have a lot of, um, especially salads stuff but I love veg in general mm. um, and that for me is very easy to sustain I don't replace uh, bread with uh, anything because I'm having issues with gluten mm. I gave up bread years ago and I actually don't miss it yes. if I did miss it I agree with you I would incorporate some sort of bread substitute that fitted into this mm. this process um, as far as flexibility is concerned uh, if I have if it's the weekend and we go on a social or whatever and it's, you know, supper tends to be the sociable time, mm. I have it mm. and I don't feel guilty. I just, I don't go wild and eat all the bad stuff. I keep it low carb and, um, and, and the other thing that I believe is that if you do go off track, don't beat yourself up. Mm. Um, it's, it's very hard to put on weight in one meal, exactly. which is something. <laughs> Which is something that I knew for 30 years, but I never really believed it. Yes. And that would that would set off that whole negative cycle. Oh, I, I cheated it so bad, so I might as well just eat more now. You know, And I think so many women do that. I think what um, you said now really hits the nail on the head. I think all of us know, because there's so much information out there, we know the, what is healthy and what is not. We know yes. what the, I wouldn't want to say the right thing, but we know what is good for us and what isn't. But whether we believe it or not, and we believe that of ourselves and believe that we are worthy of being healthy is a very different, a very different um, uh, perspective to have. So when you said that now, I mean, we do, none of us are not intelligent or have any, are missing any common sense. Yes. So it is yeah, and that, that's what that's what really hit it for me that day when I got on the scale. <laughs> you know, and, and if it was the thirty first of December, stupid time to weigh yourself. <laughs> you know, like I say in my book, you know, we've got we've got we've got these little nicknames, we call it um, holiday flab or good times rolls. But for me it wasn't just a few extra rolls I was dealing with, it was the whole dang bakery is what I looked at. <laughs> and and so I even took the scrunchie out of my hair because you know, who you get all your clothes all scrunchy out of here because, you know, heaven forbid you put another <laughs> milligram on that scale, you know. Um, but what really hit me is I thought, you know, I'm actually a capable, intelligent human being. I know how to do this. So why am I not doing it? Why why am I putting on more weight each time I do and keeping it on for longer periods each time? And now everyone's telling me, you know, I'm in my 
my mid to late 40s, it's only going to get harder. And um, it was, it was getting harder and harder until I changed my mindset and I completely rewired my belief system and then went on a, a, a weight loss journey that was the easiest that I've been on since mm. I was 17 years old. Mm. <laughs> so I, I, I don't even accept that being my age makes it harder to lose weight. You've you just got to change choice. what you believe. Mm. Yes, you always, you always have a choice. Change what you believe. And yeah. on an emotional level, how do you maintain the strength that you've built up and the respect that you've built up for yourself? Do you incorporate certain practices in your days and weeks to maintain that and continue growing and becoming a better version of yourself? I do, and I call it do the hard things mm. in order to maintain credibility with yourself. Okay, so if that hard thing is as small as waking up early every morning, yes. just just do it, no matter how hard it seems. Just do it because um, you you just maintain that self-respect. And the other one that I really find hard is, you know, I love, love, love a hot shower. Okay, but I think that really ending with a blast of cold, <laughs> okay, you know, I'm not like Tony Robbins, I don't have a little... Uh, ice bath uh, in, in my house. I don't have a sauna and an ice bath. So I have that really hot shower, which I love. And then I go, okay, now you've got to turn the cold on. And I, even now to this day, before I turn that cold on, I say to myself, come on, Fiona, just, just do the hard things. Do it, do it, do it. <laughs> and I turn it on and I stay under there for as long as I can cope and I get out. But that's a classic example of those little things. Mm. When I say do the hard things, I'm not talking about the macro wins. Yes. I'm talking about those little micro wins. And you stack them up every day into a macro win because suddenly you, you're constantly growing your own self-respect and you are actually literally upping your game in your personal life and then in your work life and in your health and in every, every day until one day you turn around and you go, oh my word, a month ago I, I could hardly walk without mm. back pain. So this is my example. And here I am, half walking, half jogging, six kilometers. Well, that's pretty jolly good. Exactly. And, but you've got to encourage yourself. You've got to be your own cheerleader. Now, uh, so many of us that have kids, we know what we do with our, our little kids as they're learning to walk. Our kids fall down and we say, that's okay, well done, because they took one step or they took two steps mm. or they took three steps. We don't go, oh, you idiot, what's wrong with you? Why can't you walk yet? Yes. You know? So why do we do that to ourselves? Exactly. You know, and we, we criticize ourselves and then we start making the effort. Uh, so you've got to be your own cheerleader. You've got to be your own parent to you as a little toddler and, and really build on that and just be kind. Mm. And you've got to also realize that your beliefs were created by you. They're not necessarily factual. So change them. Yes, if we can, yeah, if we've created them originally, yes, we, why yeah. can we not change them now? Yeah, we can create new ones and chuck those ones in, in the trash. Fiona, I mean, your story is just incredible and it's um, well done. A huge, huge congratulations on not only your health journey, but your 
um, respect for yourself and the example that you set for others. And um, we chatted a bit before, and I think, yes, there are, are a lot of men out there that are struggling with a lot of the same things, but there are so many women that um, I come across in my coaching business with the same, same almost literally mental blocks to their own health yeah. journey and to changing their lives. Um, and as yeah. women ourselves, um, and me coming from a background of very disordered eating for most of my life yeah. until about three years ago, um, what you say totally resonates. Um, yeah. The only way I could change my life and stop um, a cycle of chronic bulimia was to work through the head stuff for six months. I don't think I spoke about food to the therapist and to the counselor that I worked with. We touched yeah, on food go. occasionally, but it was never, it was never, um, it, food was never the problem. There was other yeah. things in my life and my, mostly my negative self-talk that was my yeah. obstacle to having a, a better, happier, more peaceful life. So yes. it is, it's in it, the hard stuff, like you said now, the hard stuff is where we grow. The hard times and the when we are placed in an uncomfortable situation, that is where the most change occurs and when we start adapting. Yes. And when you adapt, you grow. Yes, indeed. Indeed. <coughs> I would, um, I'll, I'll, I'll always be grateful for the fact that I reached an all-time high on the scale and an all-time low in my self-esteem and confidence because that sparked the biggest learning journey of my life. Yes. And although my newfound health and weight is is wonderful what's even better is my new mindset and how I see the world and how I see life it's that's the biggest the biggest blessing of this whole thing it really is incredible and I can't wait to have a read when your book um, comes out um, thank you what we could do what I'd love you to do now is leave um, a motivational message of hope for people that might be sitting in the situation you were three years ago um, some words of encouragement that you can leave with them and then if you can also um just leave us with the details of how to get hold of your book when it is published and how um how our listeners can also find you online if they're interested in in the coaching that you do okay so as far as motivation is concerned i kind of already mentioned earlier on when i talked about climbing the mountain okay uh, but I am going to just say it again because this for me is the, the biggest one. Remember that your problem with your weight right now, if that's what you're battling with, all comes down to the conversations inside your own head. So the beauty of that is change those conversations. Acknowledge the old negative ones. Choose new positive building ones to replace them with. And then, as you climb that mountain, you tell those negative ones, you're behind me, mate. And then what you'll find is when you're getting closer to the summit, you'll actually find a nice steep cliff, and you'll kick them off that cliff. <laughs> <laughs> and you'll see them screaming down to the bottom, and you'll laugh and say cheers. And those final steps to the summit, you do only with your own positive conversations. And how so, freeing is that? <laughs> sorry, how? Freeing. Yeah, oh, it's the best. It's the absolute best. And and then always just be aware. You know, we, we're aware of what sets us off into to negative spirals and 
when you see yourself, your thoughts going in that direction, stop, redirect, change, replace with a new negative, a new positive thoughts, <laughs> and and move forward with those every single day of your life. Because if you are not your own cheerleader, if you are not your best friend, you're actually not giving of yourself to your loved ones exactly. as much as you could be. Yes. And the reason I like to close with that is because, yes, this is a very common problem of women. And women are naturally givers and carers and nurturers. But once you realize you're not giving and caring and nurturing as much as you could be until you give and care and nurture yourself, then maybe that'll actually make you pay attention. Yes, that's very profound. Thank you. And Thank you. <laughs> How can um, people get hold of you if they're interested in your coaching and to get hold of your book when it's published? Okay, so um, I was very unprepared and I didn't come with all of these things in front of me. So basically, um, my Facebook page is FIFO Now um, Solutions Focused Coaching. Okay, um, and uh, you can, my email address is. FIFO now, I'll spell that FIFO now out for you. It's um, F for Fiona, I, F for Fiona again, O for Oscar, N for November, O for Oscar, W for whiskey. So that's FIFO now dot coaching at gmail.com. Now, all my landing pages and stuff, I don't have them in front of me. Sorry, no, <laughs> badly. I'll, put them, I'll, put, I'll find them and I'll put them into the, when we publish the, yeah, the podcast. Yeah, please. and soon, soon the, the, the link for the book um, is, is going to be out. So I'll send that to you then, Christine, hopefully in the next few days. I did an audio recording to, to make it an audio book yesterday, but we had some problems. And I'm going to be going back to the studio to do the whole thing again tomorrow. <laughs> oh, no. The joys of, of being an author. <laughs> Exactly, but but all good, and we wanted me to read it because it's such a personal journey. So it, I think um, that makes that's it, yeah. that almost has and, to and be done that way. For you. I made some fundamental mistakes because I've never done it before, but uh, you know, you live and you learn. <laughs> <laughs> um, so anyway, all good. Um, and yes, I'm also I'm out there on Twitter as FIFO Burdett, um or Fiona Burdett, You'll find me. And like I said, it's FIFO now, solutions-focused coaching. I do do online coaching. Um, as well as the book, I'm about to launch uh, a package. You'll get the ebook for free, but you can also um, sign up to receive the audio book and also a six-week training course, which will all be done online, um, which will help to guide people through the processes that they can use to change their own mindsets and to start living a healthy life and then there's benefits that will be stacked onto that in the form of uh, recipes that will come only four weeks into the course because it's not I, I want to deal with the mental and emotional stuff first oh, and even at a spiritual level level learning to know yourself is is a huge part of it as well so yes that's that's where we're going very very excited terrifying at the same time because I'm really bearing my soul in this book but I think you've got to do it you know mm. you just because it, it can help other people and you use the word resonate and a lot of people do that with me they say your message really resonates and that's what inspired me to to go for it do the book do the course and, and start hopefully really helping congratulations on everything thank 
thank you. Um, you really are an example of what it means to live life. And um, I look forward to engaging with you further and, and collaborating some more and um, reading your book and seeing all the cool stuff that you do and also watching lives change because of, of your story that is now impacting the lives of others in ways you never imagined it would, I'm sure. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Thanks, Christine, and congrats to you too, because you do, you're do you doing amazing work out there. I love following what you do, and I love your positivity and your, your great message. So congratulations to you too, and thank you. Thanks. <laughs>